0: welcome everybody to common sense christianity as always i'm your host ethan foster here today with another episode guys if you haven't already go ahead and check out our website check out our youtube channel um and yeah i I think that's about all you need to check out if you don't mind uh sharing the podcast it would really be helpful so we can continue to grow as a ministry and continue to spread the gospel Now, I wanted to talk briefly about uh, the story that I read in language arts class. And generally, I don't like stories in language arts class, and this one is no exception. But I find it a a good thing to use as evidence for God. So Ray Bradbury, most of you know who that is. uh, His book, Fahrenheit 451, is required in most schools, I guess. He wrote this short story called A Sound of Thunder. And basically what it's about is it's these guys going dinosaur hunting. They travel back in time and go dinosaur hunting. And they have this particular path that you are not allowed to step off of. Because if you step off of this path, the theory goes that you will cause a chain reaction of your small mistake over millions and millions of years, will turn into a large change in our present-day society. So the story goes that this dude steps off the trail and steps on a butterfly and causes what you guys have heard of, the butterfly effect. And it changes the entire outcome of things in the future. Why do I bring this up? I bring this up... Because it relates directly into the points I've been making on this podcast for almost a year now. The point of how can anyone with reason and logic believe that there is no grand creator in the universe? One microscopic change could could have changed your whole world. And I talk about this all the time. You study evolutionary history. If hundreds and hundreds of events or thousands of different probabilities, if it did not occur just right, we wouldn't be here. And likely life wouldn't be here. If these things did not occur. You first have to go back to the Big Bang. The expansion rate was any faster or any slower. We wouldn't be here. The right chemicals didn't somehow appear we wouldn't be here. And just think about the formation of the solar system. A bunch of uh, rocks and dust and all kinds of particles are floating around the the early sun. Four or five billion years ago and as this is happening they are colliding with each other and creating planets slowly over time and somehow what the beginning of the earth the the very young earth in its development stage ended up in the right place at the right time they eventually support life But it wasn't there yet. One of these many planets that formed collided into the Earth four and a half billion years ago. And at the time, it must have seemed like a tragedy. Like a big mistake. The chance of life is ruined, but instead, life was created. With this process. The moon was created as a result of this collision and it also helped us bring water. It shifted our orbit to where we were far enough from the sun to not burn up, but close enough to where we will not freeze. The Goldilocks zone as scientists like to put it. Yet and still water had to form. And yet and still, the first cell had to form. All the organelles, all the trillions of letters in the DNA code, and the RNA code, the processes of protein synthesis to be able to build the cell in the first place, the various communications between the organelles and how they work together, that all had to come about. And moving even further, after billions of years of single-celled organisms slowly evolving over time, for some reason, these single-celled organisms began to work together. And eventually, multicellular organisms around 900 million years ago formed. And going even closer to our present time, the early Cambrian period, after the Cambrian explosion, a period of 20 million years, around 530 million years ago, where life suddenly and flourished and evolved at a rate that we have never seen before in the fossil record. And during that time, the first vertebrate animal appeared on earth it was a basic little fish and this is where we trace our earliest evolutionary ancestor from the beginning of man not of man as a species but the beginning of the blueprint for every vertebrate organism ever to walk the earth or to swim in our oceans we could go even further to when amphibians evolved the carnivorous period. I hope I said that right. And they began to venture out of the water and explore the land where plants were starting to flourish and where oxygen was starting to develop. And then we go even further into our mammal like reptile ancestors in the Permian period. And then Suddenly, it almost ended. The Permian extinction, the great dying around 250 million years ago, wiped out 95% of all living organisms on Earth. But that did not stop life. You go even further, and you go to the early Triassic period, where some mammal like reptiles survived in their burrows on what little food they had and continued to evolve into the first basic mammals in the later Triassic period. And then we go further. At the end of the Mesozoic era, mammals have began to diversify but stayed small. But after a great extinction 65 million years ago, that you all know about, they began to evolve. And 50 million years ago, there is giant bird, I forget, the name doesn't come to mind right now. That would hunt these creatures, early horses and early mammalian species. And monkeys began to appear later in time. And even later on the plains of Africa. These monkeys began to stand upright the species was called Australopithecus, lived only a few million years ago. And yet it continued to evolve. And eventually the Homo species came on earth. And it wasn't Homo sapien that was the first one, which is our type of human. There was several others That began to inhabit the earth and start exploring, which laid our basic blueprint. And yet, we still evolved. Later after that, Homo sapiens around a hundred thousand years ago began to appear on planet Earth. So over the 13 and a half billion years that I have just described to you in very simplistic form. One step of a butterfly could have ruined it all. One change in our evolutionary line could have ruined it all. If that planet didn't smash into earth, life wouldn't exist. If, if the animals never developed vertebrates, we wouldn't exist. Or if they never learned how to walk out of the water, we wouldn't exist. And on and on and on about these unfathomable possibilities, we wouldn't exist. So brothers and sisters, let me ask you this question. Who is the person who puts more faith in the things that they believe? The person who denies God or the one who believes in him? I will leave you with that question. We will see you Sunday here on Common Sense Christianity.